the podcast with everything paranormal. It's the two, two, two paranormal podcast starring your host, Joe Schmo, Joe, my bro. What's happening? Man of the hour, tower of power, tower of history. (laughs) The tower of history has arrived. Sault Ste. Marie. (laughs) Hi, everybody. It's your host, Shadi. I want to put a shout out to Rachel Rod. Shout out. Rachel. Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Favorite favorite listener <laughs> <laughs> you're all our favorite listeners but on today's show we have something interesting and me and jen have not been there yet of course of course but we're already have our plans we mapped it out we're going in the spring probably in april mm-hmm. we are going to go to the moonville tunnel bum, bum, bum. haunted very scary haunted. shadow people ghosts flickering lights Phantom trains. Phantom trains. So we're going to cover all that more today on our show about Moonville Tunnel. But first, I want to ask Joe, what is going on? What's new? What's exciting? Have you seen any goats? Nothing. No. I am excited for last week's, actually two weeks shows. Mm -hmm. Last week, we had Heather on talking about the Giants. And the week before that, we had Adam in the studio. It was amazing. Yeah, we had a blast. It's so fun when people can come into the studio and record. I know. Just, you get that energy and that vibe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, <laughs> I don't know if you feel this way, but like whenever a second medium comes in, oh. you're like, are they reading my yes, mind? Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which they don't do. But. And Adam, you may be listening. Hi. We forgot to ask you to do a investigation of the house. I know. What did you feel in the house? We'll have to have them back. Yeah. For sure. It was great interview and guys we've had some amazing guests amazing show but this one's going to be even just as amazing this show has the potential to take you down a tunnel of darkness (gasps) (laughs) it's so scary about 100 yards long or i don't know how long it is i it's not that long it's um abandoned tunnel down in southern ohio uh, right by the ohio river and we've driven past there and didn't realize it was there until after we drove past. But it's always been one of those state of Ohio urban legend mm-hmm. type places. And, you know, as we got into the paranormal and, and just exploring more around Ohio, we were like, this is really something. People are getting really good activity there. We've watched some of the uh, YouTube videos and there, there's some really weird stuff going on I've there. I talked to Harold this week, mm-hmm. and he took his team down there and investigated, and they had some really good evidence. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's take you back and, and give a little bit of the history of, right. of the tunnel. So the Moonville Tunnel, right now, it's situated in the Zaleski State Forest, which is one of the few reminders that this was a, was a town at one time, mm-hmm. the uh, town of Moonville. So in 1856, Samuel Coe gave the Marietta and Cincinnati, also known as MNC Railroad, permission to construct a rail line across his property. So he was a farmer and he had all this property and um, allowed them to come through. He probably got paid, right? Well, (laughs) he actually allowed them to put it through there for free so that he could use the railroad to haul coal and steel. Nice. It's like, you can have my property. But you got to make a stop. <laughs> it's kind of like getting the monopoly on the market. Yeah. Right? But, you know, Ohio and, and this area like Pennsylvania, Ohio, is very rich in, in you know, steel mining mm. and coal mining. And, um, you know, it's just at that time in the 1800s, it was just such a boom of, mm. of this, 
being able to ship coal out. And strange enough, my grandpa, who was my dad's dad, and my dad, when he was a little kid, he used to go and they used to deliver coal mm-hmm. around the city of Toledo. And so my dad would be like nine years old shoveling coal into people's basins because in the Midwest, I don't know if this is um, the newer regions, you know, like the country have this, but you'll go drive up to a house that's, if it's an older house, it will have a little door on the outside, yeah. a little metal brass or what would it be? Just like a steel, steel door, door, yeah. Sometimes they're fancy and ornate. Sometimes they're not. It's a coal chute. Coal chute, yep. So this gentleman, he let them build on his property. He said that he had coal and he also had clay. So that was another yeah. thing that he was shipping mm-hmm. out. The railroad accepted his offer for two reasons. One, because he offered it, like Joe said, for free. And then it would also provide a better route from Marietta to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because back in 1851, Cincinnati was basically known as the Chicago of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because being right on the Ohio River, it was actually the pork processing capital of the world, basically. Oh, neat. So that's where they processed a lot of, lot of uh, pigs. Interesting. Yeah, you know, it's it's that time was everything was like you just did it yourself, right? Yeah. Like you ordered a pig and you just and get a pig. If you look at some of the pictures from that that time, you'll find pictures of a giant table, probably twenty feet wide by hundred feet long, and all these guys. And if you look on the table, it's all carcasses Air that they're cutting up grave. outside. Oh, that's real sanitary. That's the way it was. Though. It was. <laughs> Uh, so the community of Moonville then sprung up around the land and um, it was, you know, basically a home to the miners and a few of the railroad workers. The town had approximately 100 residents at its peak in the 1800s. And the community, you know, started to decline, especially during the 1900s as the coal mines started closing. Um, the last family abandoned Moonville in 1947, and today only one of the schoolhouse's foundation, the train tunnel, and the community cemetery yeah. is all that remains. And the cemetery is reported to be very haunted, both by a child, and people still go there today and actually put trinkets and Aww. pennies and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. on the child's grave, but there's also a Civil War soldier buried in that, oh, interesting. In that uh, cemetery, and he's been known or says to be known Mm -hmm. to travel around that cemetery people have actually seen his apparition interesting i would love to see that we'll have to um take my civil war bullet that i have in my house we'll take that down there as a trigger object but its reputation really precedes it there's been so much haunted activity down there and you know joe and i were we're doing our research and we found that there's railroad workers who were mm-hmm. struck down. And we'll tell you about some of those mm-hmm. later. People have seen a person waving a lantern inside the tunnel. Yeah, that's said to be one of the workers. In 1859, a brakeman was crushed by the train right by what they call the Cincinnati Furnace, which is in between Moonville Tunnel and the next tunnel, the King's Tunnel, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. It's said that he was on the train as the brakeman and there's conflicting stories some say he was a drunk and the others say that he was just drinking well the thing is the brakeman rode on the outside of the trains in the cold in the weather 
you know, trains going 30 miles an hour, that's a 30 mile an hour wind. Mm -hmm. So instead of wearing a bunch of clothing, which could get caught in the brake, the wheels, mm -hmm. not, not the wheel of the train, but the there's the actually the wheel that they turn the brake on is mm -hmm. a big wheel and they would turn that and they wouldn't wear loose clothing because it might get caught on that. Oh, okay. Well, he ended up falling off the train and getting decapitated. <gasps> so the ghost that they see in the tunnel is no is supposed to be him carrying a lantern and some people say that the ghost the apparition is headless and some say it's not so who so knows would they drink whiskey just to keep warm yeah oh okay i was um thinking that it would be so frigid i mean in ohio in the winter mm -hmm. especially down that area because you're you know you're in the valley and moving 30 miles an hour that's 30 mile an hour winds oh my gosh so that's what the one of the stories is that he's the person carrying the lantern that's interesting and it makes perfect sense that he would be there mm -hmm. you know um still trying to find the break now there's been a lot of reports and a lot of sightings and i've seen some photographs too of like, it looks like a man holding a yeah. lantern that's on the web yeah i've seen that and it's interesting because like I was looking at the tunnel, and they say as you walk through that tunnel, it gets super dark. And it'll be bright and sunny out, but mm -hmm. it, you still go in enough that it gets really dark and scary yeah. out there. One of the stories also is the town drunk mm -hmm. used to go up on top of it. And as people would come through the tunnel or the trains would come through a tunnel, he would pee on them. <laughs> and one of the other talisman got mad and hit him. <gasps> Some say hit, some say pushed, and he fell down off the tunnel and died, and he is one of the spirits that haunts the tunnel. Oh, interesting. I, I, I mean, that makes perfect sense as well, right? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't he leave there? Because that's where he passed away. And he was kind of a troublemaker, mm -hmm. so it would make sense that he'd be haunting people. Yeah, for sure. Now, is there anybody else um, that passed away? There's a lot. Really? There are a lot of people that passed away around that area. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in 1873, a 21-year-old woman was crushed in between two cars of the train. Uh -huh. See, because the, the town of Moonville was actually on both sides of the track. Even though it wasn't that big, it was still some houses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And people would just travel over the tracks to go to the other side of the town. And it's said that this girl was trying to beat the train or something, and she mm -hmm. was crushed by the oh. train. And I guess she was crushed so bad that her body was just ripped to shreds. <gasps> and what a way to go. She's known to, to haunt there. In 1876, Michael Marlboro was hit by the train and killed. In 1886, Alfred Simpson was killed by the train around Moonville. In 1900, Thomas Shannon was killed. In 1904... John Dunn was killed by the train. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So these these people that were killed around that area are all claimed to be ghosts inside the Moonville Tunnel. Mm -hmm. Along with, like we said earlier, I've heard of stories of phantom trains, phantom horns from trains, the sounds, the sounds of the tracks, the sounds of the, the steam, because this was steam engines mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. Now, later, after Moonville town basically we'll call it a town disappeared the railroad was still being used up till like the 80s i believe mm -hmm. around the time of the 80s the railroad traffic got busier and busier but trains were actually stopping because they said that they were flagged down by people that vanish so it's actually documented 
that the trains would actually stop because of ghost sightings. And the engineers would keep saying that they keep seeing ghosts in the tunnel. So they would actually stop the trains. Now, if you think about this, how much it costs to stop a train, mm-hmm. let it sit, and the railroad actually put up a signal. I don't know how they would signal that there's a ghost ahead, but <laughs> it said that the train railroad company actually put a signal up to stop trains in the area of the tunnel because of ghosts. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know what the signal looked like, yes. but that's what I read. So it was CSX Railroad, which oh, yeah. is one of my customers, actually. They spent, they said, an absorbent amount of money because they kept getting signaled by these phantom ghosts. Yeah. And also because they were experiencing phantom trains coming through, too. So the engineer thinks another train's coming at them, and which, it disappears. Yeah, which is also, there were several train crashes. I'm not sure in the 80s or that because mm-hmm. of the signals and all that, but back in the 1800s and early 1900s, there were a lot of train crashes in that area because it's a winding track and there were no types of signals. The engineers would call it the um, abandoned trail, I believe it was mm-hmm. called, or something like that because there were no towns or anything in between. And you would find that there'd be several trains on that track at the same time, and some of them were going in opposite directions, and they couldn't stop in time and actually crashed. Now, there, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show before, and I think we did a show on it probably 107 years ago, but um, there was a famous circus train that crashed near the Kentucky-Cincinnati border, Mm -hmm. and many of the performers and many of the animals died. There were, like, elephants that passed away, and they buried them in a mass grave, and that's down near there somewhere. We got to look that up when we go down there. I don't think it was on the same line, Mm -hmm. but it was in in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. And this is where this line actually went to because it was in between Marietta, Ohio, and Cincinnati because in 1845 is when the Marietta-Cincinnati railroad was established because there was no straight line between Marietta mm-hmm. and Cincinnati. And a lot of the the coal and that from the Hocking Valley took so long to get to Cincinnati. That's why they made this railroad. It was like cutting it right in the middle. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing I read, there was like 26 people documented, associated, died in and around that tunnel. Yeah. And that's why it makes it so haunted. Uh huh. And so I've heard there, it's a really great place to capture EVPs, but the EVPs they catch are very, very um, dark, kind of evil. Really? Along that line. Mm-hmm. kind of, I don't say demonic, but you know. Uh, demons. Uh, demons. Get them in your trunk. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, tons of activity in this. You know, everybody that I've ever talked to has said, I just, you just say, have you been to Moon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to um, capture some really good document. Uh, what do you call <laughs> Evidence. <laughs> yeah. I was having a brain fart. I have the hiccups really bad right in the middle of the pocket. And see, that's, that's another thing about Moonville Tunnel is, although there are so many documented deaths around that area, it's one of them places where everybody goes and everybody expects to get evidence. Mm-hmm. So. You go there and you see this tunnel and it is, and it kind of drives me nuts to see this, but 
there's graffiti everywhere. Yeah. And the Moonville Tunnel Association is trying to clean all that up because it is a bike trail now. Oh, nice. But it's sort of like these other places like um, Gibbs Bridge and stuff like that where these people go, they do the graffiti on the walls, pentagrams, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. It's almost like it's if the spirits are not there, it's drawing them there because now the track is gone, but it's still a pathway for the spirits to travel. And the thing is, too, is there was no roads around that. So people in Moonville and the people of the town of Kingswich, which is down the track, Mm. used the tracks as their road. Okay. So there were people walking constantly on there, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that related to some of the deaths that happened. Now, the town of Kingswitch has a tunnel there also, which is the King's Tunnel. I have heard some people say that that's haunted, but I haven't really heard a lot from that tunnel. But it would make sense that that would be haunted also. And maybe the spirits are going between the two because Mm -hmm. that was their normal route. Yeah. Interesting. Um, King's Tunnel is kind of cool. It's kind of a pyramid style. Oh, really? So, in other words, the Moonville Tunnel has the rounded off top. And this tunnel is kind of pyramid on the side and then flat across the top. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's all made of wood. It's still all the original wood still there. And you can actually walk there from the other tunnel. I believe it's a half mile away because the terrain, they had to make two tunnels. Yeah, so there is one um, death associated with the, with the King Switch Tunnel. According to the Athens Messenger, which is the paper mm-hmm. um, in and around there, in uh, 1927, on May 4th, a body of a 24-year-old named Pheasant Dexter was found in the west end of the tunnel. Now, they believe that they had gone to sleep on the tracks and was killed by one of the three trains that was passing through. Dexter's skull was fractured and his body had numerous bruises and fractured. Now he's buried really nearby in the new Marshall Field Cemetery. After many years of the King's Hollows Tunnel um, being abandoned, some of the uh, wood had either fallen down or removed. So some of the people have tried to restore mm-hmm. some of the people go trying to restore some of that. Yeah. And uh so that that's interesting. But you think, you know, like these train tunnels, you know, like people it would be a good kind of like point for like if somebody wanted to jump off of it. You know, yeah, there well, may have been other deaths just not documented. Too. That's it. You know, you, you know? think about how many people were in these towns. Now the town of Moonville had roughly a hundred people living at it. But it was a railroad town. Yeah. So there were people coming and going and brakemen that ride the rails. You had hobos that rode the rails. Mm-hmm. So there were probably a lot of undocumented deaths. Sure. All right. So there's um, the Moonville Cemetery. It's on a hillside just past the Iron Bridge. So there's at least 13 known graves remaining at the cemetery. Although, you know, there's falling trees and vandals mm-hmm. have been through there. And um, some of them are just worn away from just time. And some of the residents were from Hope, which is near there, Moonville, and also buried in a small cemetery called Keaton Cemetery. And also there were some family plots near Uncle Buck's stables. 
which okay. is in that area, and a Catholic cemetery in Zaleski near the Lake Hope State Park which is a campground, which yeah, is down in that area. It's really close. I mean, that's one of the spots where you stop if you want to stay around the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned before, um, Harold from Toledo, Ohio, Ghost Hunter Society and their groups, they went down there and they did, um, this was oh, 12 years ago, and they did an investigation in the cemetery. And it sits on top of a hill just outside the ghost town of Moonville. Now, um, many of the founding fathers of the town are buried there, including the Coe family who um, gave the land. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also a lot of the um, people from the railroad tunnel okay. up buried there. So there's at least, like I said, 13 graves. Um, there may be more. Some are missing headstones. Um, some are just probably buried under the ground just you know, due to nature. There is a lot of like creepiness to the cemetery. There is a couple of the graves that um, you they did. You are able to look at the um, the names on the headstones. One is Lovisa Coe. She lived from 1843 to 1885. She died of consumption, which is I think tuberculosis. Tuberculosis, yeah. Um, Cliff Coe. He had a heart attack. 1844 to 1899. Preston Coe. He it shows that he was born in 1847. Died in 1865 at age 17. Um, there's a couple other Coes. Um, a 10-month-old, um, here's one that was maybe in 40 or 50, you know, but people didn't live real long no. back then. There's um, the last names of Stillwell Jones. Um, there's a couple Joneses there, um, a couple Stillwells, um, some unmarked graves. Charles Ferguson, or, I'm sorry, Charlie Ferguson, who died in 1912, he was killed by a train. Um, one named Joyner, which was an infant. Um, Grace Mace, who was a young girl. There was a grandfather. Um, there was a young child named Bessie Stillwell, who died in 1910 at the age of six because a hot cup of coffee spilled down her back. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really, really sad. Um, there was an Albert Stillwell who died in 1900, and he choked to death at the age of 22. Hmm. So do they... Or I'm sorry, he choked to death um, at the age of four. Oh, okay. So they, you know, they went there. They, I'm sure they captured a lot of EVPs. You could go on to their website. They do um, sometimes, um, you know, post those mm-hmm. up there. But, you know, interesting, like, kind of mix of people that buried their, you know, families, certain families there, and um, all had ties to the railroad. Yeah, and Mr. Cole and family are there and they were directly yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was their land it was their land and so it's very possible that they are haunting the land they could be there still watching over. you know and the town like we said before there were so many transients that came through who knows yeah who's there sure and um you know if anybody wants to check it out there is a website called hauntedhocking.com and also one called moonvilletunnel.net. Now the GPS coordinates for this is 39.31006-82.32434. Or you could just look it up on Google. Google. On the Google. Google, uh, The Google. But um, so, yeah. If you guys have been there and you have any evidence, let leave it on our, you know, leave us a little note on our Facebook page. Yeah, because I want to, you know, we're going in April, so 
we want to get some info before we go. It's not like a haunted house where we don't want to know any info. We we actually want to know the info that's going to, what to look for. Yeah. And I think I'm going to take some trickier objects. I'll take some whiskey, maybe some charcoal. And what else? Dad's lan- old oh, train oh, lantern. My, yeah. So you guys don't know, like my dad always, um, since he was a kid, had model trains, Lionel trains. And he collected some train memorabilia. So mm-hmm. he had some really old lanterns. We should take one of yeah. those down there. That would be a really great trigger yeah. object. But I just thought this was very interesting um, since we've been researching it. I've uh, had it on the bucket list to go down there, and we're setting up a trip in August, or in April to go down to the hockey area. And uh, it's just got to be a destination. You know, Athens is right there, so you've got the bridge or bridges. bridges. So it's we're going to make a trip of it. And, uh, so much haunting in Southern Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But yeah. yeah, but if you guys have been there, let us know. We mm-hmm. want to hear if you caught any um, EVPs. Yeah. So thanks for listening this week, folks. Uh, kind of a short show, but we wanted to just slap this in your face. And <laughs> No, we wanted to bring this to you. And, it's a love tap. <laughs> yeah. Don't go drinking at the Moonville Tunnel. You may fall off. Yeah. Be careful. And There's ghosts. One of the ghosts there. But Phantom trains. Phantom trains. So if you're there and listen for the sounds, listen for the old train sounds, listen for the track, the clack of the tracks. <laughs> yeah, but definitely cannot wait to get down there, Joey. Yes. It's going to be exciting. And like we say every week, please get up on our website, check out our t-shirts. If you like to buy a t-shirt, buy a t-shirt. It's going to pay for gas to get us to Moonville. amazing thanks everybody we will talk to you next week have a great week we love you guys thanks for listening take care bye bye let's leave with some crud die with your boots on for the Moonville Tunnel and all the railroad workers out there goodbye